Today's episode is brought to you by the Badass Biz Bundle. If you're ready to start your business or you've just launched, let me help you kickstart things to make major progress in a short time. The Badass Biz Bundle is what I wish I had when I was starting out on my own. The business documents, aka biz docs, I didn't know I needed, and a kick-ass mentor for biz talks to answer questions with practical, tactical advice to help me quickly, confidently, and most importantly, profitably, launch on my own. Get all the details at lesliemyrick.com slash coaching. Hey, I'm Kate Bendewald. And I'm Leslie Myrick. We're interior designers who've been meeting every Friday for coffee to discuss the ins and outs, ups and downs of running our design business and decided to hit the record button. We are designers getting coffee with each other and now you. While some might choose to guard the hard-earned secrets of their design success, we've chosen to support, encourage, and empower one another to be the most kick-ass business owners possible. Welcome to the Designers Getting Coffee podcast, real talk about running your design business with head and heart. Come join the conversation. And now this is episode 28, design trends we love and trends we wish would die already. Good morning, Kate. Good morning, Leslie. That was quite the intro. There's no way I would have gotten through that without botching it. (laughs) Thank you. It's a lot of words. I might need to tweak it before next time. (laughs) I love this Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. I am super pumped for season three. It's going to be awesome. This is kind of a fun episode today because you guys, we have... We started our list of what we are over and what we're excited about, and we decided to not look at each other's list um, and keep them secret. And we hope this is going to be fun. Um, No hard feelings. I could put money on the idea that there's likely something on our list on, what am I trying to say? Your hate list, it's on my love list and vice versa. I'm I'm sure it's going to happen. So anyway. And this whole season isn't going to just be about making fun of design trends. This really, we just wanted to start the year with sort of a fun, like, I don't know, we're just excited to talk about the stuff. Season three is really going to be all about the client onboarding process and what that looks like to get someone in the door and get them, you know, into a design package in your business. But we'll get to that next week. Right now, we've all just come off of the holidays. We're full of cookies and we're going to have some fun talking about design trends. And Kate wasn't lying. We haven't looked at each other's lists. I really wanted to. (laughs) We just, we always talk about business and I enjoy talking about that, but I thought for once, let's do something more design related. And if you like this style and talking about these kinds of things, let us know. We might be able to do more, but it's a little bit of a departure from what we normally talk about. And I think it's going to be fun. It's meant to be kind of playful. And yeah, and I want to just say this, that we don't want to hurt any feelings. You're welcome to disagree with us. Uh, In fact, we're probably going to disagree on things between us. And you might even find some of the things that I say that I'm over, and I'm using air quotes here, in my own portfolio. So um, let's let's not let's not take anything too seriously. <laughs> yes, me too. Are we going to just dive in? Is this what we're doing? I think so. So the way we've done it is Kate has like a love list and a let's let it die list, and hers all are organized and make sense. I just have a list of a whole bunch of things I love and a handful of things I don't. All right, so let's get started. Kate, what is number one on your love list? Design trends you're loving right now. <laughs> So I kind of have um, butterflies in my stomach. I, maybe I shouldn't have put this one as number one, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say it anyway. I I was on the hex tile bandwagon with everybody else, but I'm ready for hex tiles to die. <gasps> Wait, that's that's on your die list. I said what was on your love list? Oh, scalloped tile. <laughs> Ooh, it's funny you say hex. Hex is on my love list. <laughs> 
I See, love mini right eggs. Off the bat. Right off the bat. Yeah, so I really love uh, scallop tile and Zalige tile has been super popular in 2019 and I don't see that going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I love a good scallop, but I'm not letting go of <laughs> hex yet. Mini hex is still on my list forever. Yeah. Well, I, okay, so to be fair, I really love like tra- traditional classic hex that you see in like poems from the 40s and 50s but oh yeah the large format hex backsplash i just feel like it's super geometric and it's gonna be that makes sense my my love list was mini hex specifically okay. i could see i like okay. the big hexes well, but i could see them not lasting that long trend wise yeah i think it'll i think it'll date really quickly if i'm being honest but yeah i'm sorry <laughs> sorry not sorry it's okay this this sorry, is all for fun. and that's the thing design is not there's not a right and wrong it's subjective everyone gets to have their own opinion and use what they love and find the clients that like their style if your style is giant hex tile you do your thing i like a good hex just don't talk to kate bendewald about it <laughs> well and i and i would say that there's probably a caveat to everything on these lists i remember last year so i don't tend to okay i'm lying I still look and read those lists that come out at the new year. That's like, what are the design trends we're seeing? I'm not usually very surprised by what I'm reading, but I remember specifically last year reading two different articles and one said, Terrazzo, they are over it. Terrazzo is gone. We had, it had its moment because it had a resurgence. It came back, you know, obviously it's um, dates back to decades ago. Um, and then another list was like, Terrazzo's in. <laughs> And yeah, so, you can you can find everything in and everything out. There's there's no right and wrong. This is just I think really our our personal design aesthetics and what we are enjoying and less enjoying now. Okay, so big hex tile gone, mini hex tile. Yes. So what about you? What do I love or what do I hate? What do you love? What are you into? I am really into the dark navy walls trend. I actually hate that it's become a trend because. I've been doing it for a few years and now I'm like, well, crap, everyone's doing it. I love it. I think it's, you know, probably going to pass quickly and I'm still going to love it and be cool with that. But I think that the trend of really deep, rich, inky blue navy walls is so strong and such a nice change from all the beige (laughs) that we've been seeing. Well, and the white everywhere. Yeah. So super white walls was on my dye list. I also have, it's funny enough, on number two is very moody dark rooms. I didn't leave it just to blue. So I'm loving those really dark inky greens. Also brown, like super dark chocolate brown is making my heart skip a beat a little bit. So yeah, I think I'm on board with that. Good. So that's, we agree. Dark walls. Yes. Good thing for 2020. (laughs) Awesome. Do you want to go back and forth between our love list and our die list or just go through our love list and then our die list? How are we doing this? We didn't, we didn't talk about those, obviously. We didn't, we, we legit didn't plan this because we wanted it to be spontaneous. Let's, let's talk about the loves first and then we'll end with the, the fun on the dies. Okay. So we talked about navy walls. What else is on your love list? I really like curbed backsplashes. So bringing the countertop material up instead of just like six inches um, or even at all, bringing it up like eight, 10, 12 inches or even all the way up to the, the ceiling with your stone material. I agree. I love that. The very tall, dramatic backsplash. No more of those like three or four inch slabs of granite shoved back there, people. Not a good look. A lot of clients are, I'm having to push them on it a little bit. They're like, well, but what about what tile? But what tile are we? I'm like, we're not doing tile. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? I don't understand. You have to tile behind your, your backslash. I'm like, yeah. Says who? No, you don't. 
<laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's like I'm twisting their arm. You'll be okay. You'll all survive. Okay. Speaking of kitchens and counters, one on my love list, marble. I still love it. I know it sucks as a kitchen countertop, but in terms of like on lamps, on, you know, decorative accents, on lighting, I love a good white marble situation. I have on my list very exotic stones like onyx. Well, it's because you're fancier than me. I'm just going to go with basic no, marble. <laughs> I No, I love, I love marble. Well, and I'm also starting to see people using more exotic varieties of marble yeah. besides just your standard Carrera. And so those are really fun. I think that they haven't had much attention over the last couple of years. So yeah, I mean, marble's not ever going to go anywhere. It's classic. So we like we like good good pretty stone, big veining, beautiful colors yeah. and details. Oh my gosh, I don't even Love know it. where I saw it, but the other day I saw this gorgeous kitchen that had um, a backlit onyx backsplash or <gasps> yeah, oh. and it was it went up the entire height of the wall. And I mean that must have been I have no idea what that must have cost. And it sounds really gaudy when I say it was backlit, but it was gorgeous. It was really pretty. It had just kind of like that warm yeah, glow and had some wood through the and onyx grass yeah. going in there as well, so that toned it down. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, that's gorgeous. What else is on your list? I think this one's kind of controversial because of what you already said, but I still like concrete tile. I'm into that trend. I love the colors and the patterns and the patina that it gets. I I still dig it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love concrete tile. What I'm over is porcelain tile that's made to look like concrete tile. Oh, yes. I just say if you don't have the budget for concrete tile, find something else, but don't try to knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Because you can tell. It doesn't look real. Yeah. No, real concrete tile is awesome. And, you know, we all know that it's labor intensive and fragile and needs sealing and all the things to keep it looking good. But I just think it's so cool. And I love when it gets kind of worn and patinaed and starts to look like it belongs in the home and isn't so perfect and pretty. That's why it's so charming. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I love concrete tile. I really am drawn more towards the warm grays lately. Not, and I still, and I see people asking this question all the time. They're like, are the cool grays over? Like this blue with the blue undertones. And I say, yes, I'm over it. I like the warm. Oh, so like I agree. Elephant's Breath by Pharaoh and Ball is a good example. I'm really into pale oak from Benjamin Moore. It's super pretty. So this is kind of in that grayish family where it's the the gray, but leaning a little more towards the warm brown undertones, like a French gray. You might call them beige if you saw them. Oh no. <laughs> Are you telling me you, the trend you love is beige? I love beige. I'm telling you that I love, no, I'm not. Look them up. You'll see. You'll see. They're very pretty. Yeah. And you know, guys, there is a huge difference between like, sorry, builders, like that kind of goldy or pinky builders beige and these really sophisticated grayish, gray beige neutrals. I think they're beautiful. I have them in my own home. Don't tell anybody. You might just think it's beige, but it's not. <laughs> and it works really well. Yeah, dig in the warm grays. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a nice shift from all the cold, bluey grays that they, they just don't make a home feel cozy. I don't like them. I'm with you. What's next on your list? My love list. I don't think a single person who has seen my Instagram feed will be surprised by this, but bold, colorful wallpaper. I am still into it. I love it. I love that people are getting more open to doing walls with color and pattern and print in the right place. It doesn't work in every room, but it can be really beautiful and really fun to bring some pattern on the walls. I think we've just had straight painted walls for such a long time that it's really nice to see this coming back as a trend. Yeah, I mean, I don't think wallpaper ever went away, but I always get that question 
like people are still asking is wallpaper back and i'm like it's yes it's not back it's never went anywhere it's just it was just really bad for a while in the 90s it was really bad (laughs) why were there ever borders who decided to make like a five inch strip of wallpaper that chops your room in half with little bears or butterflies on it i just i can't I did a consult with a woman not too long ago, and she had, it was like sailboats. Uh, you guys, I'm oh, sorry, my dog's cute. out there going bananas over some squirrels, and so uh, that's Norman. <laughs> He's very riled up about if wallpaper you, yeah, borders, he, exactly. Kate. That's all this If you is. guys have listened to this podcast for any time, you know Norman's my little sidekick. Anyway, he's being really annoying right now. Yeah. Anyway, she had these sailboat borders, and she was like, these have been in my house for 20 years and I never took them down. I was like, oh how did gosh. you live with that for 20 years? I was like, what? Sailboats, really? We're in central Texas. I don't get it. But it made somebody <laughs> happy. Um, but bless her heart, she lived with it for 20 years and she's ready, finally ready to take it down. Like, Can I help you with this? Let's it's just- time. So I still love bold wallpaper. What about you? What's on your, your love list? Mixed metals, I'm still into. That was on mine too. Yay, we found one we agree on. Yeah. So I know, and I think, um, I feel like I, I do have a limit to maybe more than one in a room, but I don't know that that's a hard and fast rule for me, but yeah, doing black hardware with a brass faucet or chrome, I'm really, I'm really digging chrome. I will always love brass. Um, I, I can't, I, I still can't get behind the stainless or the brushed silver. Really? Oh, oh brushed, I would, brushed. I would always prefer. Oh, no, I'm talking like brushed nickel, brushed stainless. I definitely prefer that to shiny chrome. Hmm. We face off about metal. Yeah, I'm, I'm going really for, I don't know, chrome to me tends to look, I mean, I, you know, there is beautiful high-end chrome, but ten, chrome to me tends to look very like cheap builder's grade and get spotted and watermarked so I'm easily. You some I know, I like a little roll. brushed finish. All right, all right. I'll look out for your good chrome. No, and I'm, I mean, I love the mixed metals. It's I feel like it just looks so much more lived in and collected and authentic than look, every single finish in this room matches perfectly. And we bought it all out of one catalog. When a room has like every single metal in the room is brass, it's like, okay, good, I get it. Like we love, we're having a brass, it's having a moment. We love it, but tone it down a little bit. And I'm probably yeah. guilty of that myself, but yeah, <laughs> I love brass. I love chrome. I love black. Yeah. The matte black, I love and putting it with like a burnished or an antique brass is yes, please. It's so good. <laughs> What's what's next on your love list? Okay, this one is probably going to be on a lot of people's die list, but I still like industrial furniture. I love the mix of iron and wood and glass. And I feel like, you know, if you don't go 100% farmhouse crazy with industrial, I actually love it in like a more kind of, you know, feminine put together sheet clean room. I like the kind of rustic badass it brings to a space. I know it's so, I mean, it's so everywhere right now and you know, you can get it dirt cheap knockoffs, but I'm, I don't care. I'm still into it guys. Give me a little iron and wood any day and I'm a happy girl. I'm going to guess that's probably on your, I don't love it list. Is um, it? No, I'm not. It's not on, it's not on my die list. I, <laughs> you're like, you, you can like it. You go ahead, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I love wood and metal. So, uh, but yeah, industrial isn't a particular style that I'm drawn to, but I know that it has its place. So you're very diplomatic about this. Thank you. <laughs> it has its time and place. We will accept that and we will move on. Leslie likes industrial. Yeah. I mean, um, in a loft that that's fun. <laughs> I love that you're biting your tongue. <laughs> Let's move on. I like industrial. If you do too, you're on team Leslie. 
All right. What else are you loving? Oversized um, fine art photography is my reaction. I have oversized abstract on mine. Abstract art. Yeah. Yeah, Oversized. Oversized art as a reaction to having gallery walls on every effing wall. Gallery walls are still on my love list. (laughs) Loving gallery walls. What I'm over is the really um, predictable and traditional layouts. So doing kind of quirky interesting layout yeah like a true salon style that you'd see in europe or something more collected looking right well you remember so last year when we went when you and i went to vegas and we stayed at the restaurant well uh the hotel itself they had a really interesting uh what was that hotel called it was i was very much expecting a full-on like vegas style hotel it was not at all it was the grand mgm right no i don't remember no. what it was anyway it was cool we'll okay. try to find it, it for you yeah, yeah yeah it was their really unique gallery wall the way that they laid everything out i thought was super interesting and unexpected so yeah because our our bedrooms our hotel rooms had great gallery walls but i don't know if you remember the restaurant we ate at there was an amazing hallway to the bathrooms that was just like art floor to ceiling and it was so good so floor to ceiling is awesome i love also giving the whole gallery wall like a single bottom edge where all of the art starts at one line i also like it where it's super off-centered and there's one side that's maybe more heavy than the other so asymmetrical i think the symmetry moment is kind of boring right now but um it was the park mgm by the way i just looked it up because it was so good and if you guys go to vegas market it's a great place to stay and they actually do art tours through out their hotel like once a day at three o'clock i didn't know that that's so cool yeah we were too busy to do that but anyway yeah so big oversized um photography i'm into it yep i'm with you i like i think the balance is good in a home you don't want just all crazy big stuff but then you don't want every wall to be covered in teeny tiny gallery wall type things either i and i love seeing the trend of really oversized like i'm not talking you know 20 by 30 but like four feet by six feet, like massive, cool, high impact art when you've got the wall space for it. I'm with you on that one, KB. It's good. While we're on the subject of what we put on our walls, can I say something that I'm over that I think might ruffle the feathers? God bless you. I'm sorry. I am over having a bajillion pictures of your kids on the walls. Like, (laughs) I get it. Your kids are cute. I love, I have pictures of my kids uh, in my house, but having like Every single picture is a family photo. <laughs> just can we mix it up a little bit, people? Yeah, I agree. I like doing family photos sort of in the more private areas, like upstairs or in a hallway. But I try to keep only like, actually, I don't think I have any pictures of my kids downstairs in this house. Oh, we've, talk- we've talked about this. Yeah. I am the worst. I have, I literally, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. I have pictures in or frames in my built-ins that have like the photos that were in the frames when I got them because I never took the time to print out pictures and put them in the frames. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. It's embarrassing. And I'm sure my mother-in-law who listens to this podcast, hi Lois, I love you. I'm sure she looks at him and is like, can we get some pictures of the grandkids in there? (laughs) Like, who's that random woman in that frame? Like, I don't know. It's really high up there and I have to get a ladder to get it down. (laughs) I think there's a way to do family pictures in a more public area of your home that feels more, more like art, like more like fine art but yeah i'm with you too like the the big old family portrait above the fireplace is not my jam what about the 24 by 36 formal wedding portrait no negatory i don't have any 
I have one wedding picture up in my house and it's upstairs. I liked my wedding. I love wedding. I love wedding I photos, but I'm, I can't, I'm, I'm. Somehow it feels like, I don't know, lame. I hope I, I really hope I'm not hurting any feelings. And again, right like now. this whole thing is, this is all <laughs> just personal photo. preference. You, you could like, you can like family photos. It's just not my thing. I like them when they're cool and weird. I have a couple vintage photos of like my mom when she was a kid because i love that quirky look i love that it's her and there's history behind it yes yes i have like a school picture okay. of her all right so let's clarify this for a second because i feel like we're gonna get some hate mail 100 <laughs> percent. i i have it, just this last hot halloween um we did a deal Dia de los muertos party Blech. um and I wanted to print out some photos of my ancestors and my aunt had sent me a bunch of them from years ago. Oh my gosh, going through those photos was a riot. There were some really cool gems in there. And so I've identified a couple that I want to have um, blown up a little bit larger and printed. I have pictures of my mom when she was uh, a little girl with her sister sitting by the pool, like eating lollipops. Like it's so cute and it's not, Aww. they're very candid in nature. They're not superposed like Kids running yeah. through the field, you know, it's like... Yeah. There, I think there's the key. The candid photos, those are the ones that I think look more artsy and I like them better up on a wall. It's the posed school photos or stage photos that sometimes can look... I don't know. They're just not my favorite look to have up on display. They're great in an album. They're great on a bedside table, but I don't, I don't like those as, you know, main art and main focal points. Well, you and I have this running joke where we always text each other pictures of the school photos that we get of our kids because they are ridiculous. Oh, They're so, I didn't even buy like, my sons this I, year. I don't even know. I don't even recognize who that, that person is. Anyway, um, I feel like we're taking this conversation way too long, but I'm going to just wrap it up with this. I've really struggled because I will go and have family photos printed for my clients and put them in frames if we're doing like styling a shelf or whatever. And without fail... My clients get super overwhelmed because I'm like, just send me a handful of your favorite photos from your iPhone. And they're just miffed at this idea. They are like, wait, but I want to get like professional photography done. I'm like, great, do that. But I want you to send me some of your favorite photos because you can take those and creatively edit them and crop them in interesting ways, put some fil- put, run them through some filters and adjust them to make them look even more interesting. And um, God, it is like I've asked them to give me their whole like family tree i don't know they really struggle i'm like give me your phone i will do it (laughs) but um yeah it seems to be really difficult for them to get like get into that so um (laughs) that's when i just print out stock photos and stick them in there well i think there's an expectation too of like you know you're showing off your family you want it to be in their best light looking their best and dressed up and cute and i'm like i want the picture of like my kids doing crazy things because it's funny and awesome yeah, i know for <laughs> different personalities anyway he's something that's yeah i save us the hate mail please people <laughs> i love you <laughs> moving on okay something else i love that i've i've read on so many lists that it's on its way out is jewel toned sofa upholstery i still love teal sofas leave me alone internet they're good i love them i'm sticking with them i really want in my next house a either a chocolate brown velvet sofa Ooh. or um like a rest velvet velvet in texas oh, just yeah. doesn't feel right but i love it um but yeah i'm i not necessarily the jewel tones so much, but the brown or rust, I can totally get behind. Well, I mean, I would kind of consider those like the deep, rich tones. Like, you know, I'm not talking like 
electric red or blue. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. No, we're 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 agreeing yeah. on this. Give me like a good like hunter green sofa, and Correct. I am yes, yes. <laughs> but and you know, on the flip side, I like white. But I know people are like, oh, jewel toned upholstery is over. I'm like, no, it is not. It is just beginning. I will keep this going. The end. <laughs> Right. Anything else on your love list? Because that awesome. is the, that's the uh, end of my love list. I mean, I love all the things colorful and bright and crazy, but this is what I've. I'll just gloss. I'll just gloss over my last okay. one. So super matte or high gloss finishes, Ooh, um, like the two extremes. But yeah, yeah, um, I'm with you. Not not like chalk paint, but like uh, super matte finishes on like different that things. Deep flat pharaoh and ball, like just velvety looking paint finish. I love it. Yeah. Um, High gloss lacquered furniture. I love it. I am starting to get on board with the more curvilinear furniture. I feel like I was a late bloomer to that, but I really, I really do like it. Um, this is probably my favorite one, but kitchens that minimize their kitchenness. Okay, I'm intrigued <laughs> by this. Sense. So yeah, just kitchens in general that don't have a super industrial feel to them, where you know instead of doing a big like grand oversized range hood um doing more discreet built-in style i like that and yeah in uh, built-in refrigerators of course i know they're super high-end but um you just when you do them you love them and it's hard to <laughs> do a visible refrigerator again but i love it um obviously any panel ready refrigerator dishwashers to kind of make that go away, getting rid of your upper cabinets altogether, even just going without open shelves and just finding other ways to store your stuff. Um, that's obviously a luxury that a lot of people don't have space-wise, but if you do, I like I like that as an option. So yeah, they can just feel like an extension of your living room. I love that. I just worked with a new client in Atlanta and she had something similar. There were no uppers and it was all, it was tile from counter to ceiling. Like it was just so cool. And then there was a very large butler's pantry. I guess that's the closest thing off the kitchen. And that's where the fridge was. That's where, you know, it was it was a non-kitcheny kitchen. It was stunning, but still had a ton of space. It was just almost like two rooms. It was it was great. I think it's a it's a really cool trend. I didn't even think of that as being a trend because it's this is the only house I've ever seen it in. But dang, it was pretty. Nice. Yeah. That would include like putting art on your shelves in your kitchen and that sort of thing, which is on my list. The last one on my love list is copper tubs. Oh, you're still into the I mean, copper a thing. A good, gorgeous, freestanding copper tub. Well, yeah. That's always going to be sexy. Draw me a bath, please. Now we get to the fun list. I don't know. I feel, I feel shy to share this list. I don't want to upset anybody. But on the other hand, I'm, maybe people don't care as much as I think. <laughs> I have a feeling a good number of designers listening to this probably feel similarly than that we do as we do. We'll be okay. Okay, we talked about hextile. I'm over super super white walls in favor of the mm-hmm. warmer walls. Despite the fact that both of our offices are super super white walls well, right now. That's a functional. That's a functional piece. Yeah. I need It's just I need the light the white light I agree. To see in a, in a, a living space, I'm over yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Um all right, what's on your die list? <sighs> macrame come on no i don't like it i get the idea of like something other than art on a wall and texture but i'm like i just can't get over the 70s vibe and the dust collector and i think everyone's gonna be like oh you still have macrame that's so 2019 (laughs) moving on not my thing 2015 yeah yeah i'm i'm with you there wholeheartedly subway tiles Ah, i love subway tiles 
I like them because they've been around forever. Like they could be in a home from the 1920s and they could be in a home from now. But I agree, they've definitely uh, had quite a strong presence in the last 10 years. Instead of the flat three by six white tile, here's what I would rather see more of. Still the three by six, but the- Herringbone? No. Um, oh. Uh, oh my God, I can't think today, but the- Like the beveled edge? Beveled, Or the thank more you. I love, natural finish? I love finish. the beveled, beveled subway, yes more natural finishes versus the like those bright, are pretty white um or even um playing with the proportions and doing more like a three by 12 or four by 12 yeah or playing with the arrangement the the layout a little bit i know it's classic but it's like okay come on come on come on you know they're cheap too so that's why um <laughs> we we see them everywhere but anyway, we're about to redo our master shower and I can tell you the walls will be white subway tile <laughs> because they are sure. very inexpensive. Fair. But we're, we're going to jazz them up. We're not just doing white subway, but doing white subway with like super bright yellow or green or blue grout, a uh, colored grout that. Ooh, come al- on. That's cool. As an alternative I never to thought about gray. that. Yeah. Doing colored grout. Like, there you go. <laughs> I like that. That can't be too expensive. All right. Moving on. Okay. I'm going to group my next two together because they are both vegetation. Cactuses and pineapples. Nope. We're done. Seen enough. I don't live in the Southwest. (laughs) I don't want to see cactuses everywhere over them as a decor motif. Full stop. As a decor motif. I hear you. Now, I hear what you're saying about the pineapple, Uh but also being from the South, the pineapple is a symbol of hospitality. Yeah, it's a symbol of hospitality. I'm definitely, yeah, I know. Right. So you can keep it. I'm I, Canadian. I'm going with no pineapples, I, <laughs> despite living in the South. Yeah, I mean, like a good brass pineapple door knocker. Like, sure, that's super fun. Actually, it's funny you say that. I almost bought a brass pineapple <laughs> decor thing the other day, and I was like, "This is so cool." Okay, fine, fine. I'll give you pineapples. I'm over cactus. But maybe, but maybe not pineapple motif wallpaper no okay we, we <laughs> can right, agree on that fair. what about you what do you want to die kate oh minimalism wow you without hesitation like minimalism as in the concept of only having what you need and love or minimalism as this is so stark and unwelcoming minimalism as a lifestyle yes i'm into it extreme like, minimalism. not over scheduling okay. your kids or your social life or having a wardrobe that is out of control like that's not the kind of minimalism I'm talking about. I will. I am maximalist till I die. <laughs> I don't think we're the same in that regard. No, no. More is more. No. Speaking of more is more. Okay, my next one. <laughs> I think this will probably rub some people the wrong way. But the whole jungleo vibe with all those dumb plants. Guys, I can't keep one house plant alive. I'm not getting on board with the trend where you have 75 plants in a room. No, shut it down. But what about the people who love their plants? Then they can love their plants. They can have the jungle. They can do what they want. I don't like it because it, it's too cluttered. I don't like all those plants. Seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm done. I love, of course, every room I think benefits from something natural, something green, something organic, but I, that's just, it's never a look I've been into. It just feels like it's going to suffocate me with leaves. Somehow I feel like the jungle house plant obsession is like tied to millennials for some reason. Interesting. And I, and I mean, I use the term jungle. I realize that is Justina Blakeney's term. It is nothing against her. I love her bohemian style. It is just the, the idea of like, no knocking you, Justina, you're, you're pretty sweet, but I just, I don't, it's just, it's too many plants guys. No, no more. 
I've got, I've got two more. Script art with cute sayings on them. And it's funny because I used to do collage art and I did commissions with like quotes and things. I do a good piece of quote art can be good. Live, laugh, love. Oh, and I'm, I'm talking more about like the, the Hobby Lobby type version of, you know, okay, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's in every wannabe farmhouse in America right now. And we just love something with more personality and less live laugh love i want to live laugh and love of course i do i don't want that on my wall oh uh oh god what's i'm gonna have to think of the name of that song and then come back to it but anyway uh okay moving on i'm with you there we've already talked about these cool grays i'm over them brass on everything mix it up million photos of kids in every room Ooh, here's one that we haven't talked about shag rugs i'm over those oh i was never into them they're gross (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah like the moroccan style oh it's funny i had moroccan on my love list but i don't like the super deep pile i'm talking more like pattern color that kind of graphic look not the super shaggy you can't vacuum it and your dog gets lost in it <laughs> yeah how about the overuse of tassels <laughs> i haven't seen it being overused tell me more Maybe I'm just not in the tassel world right now. I love ornamentation. I just told you I'm a maximalist. I love decorative fringe. I love embellishment, but just the tassels themselves on like every pillow. <laughs> like this pillow would be great. Can I cut the tassels off? That's fair. Or like the like curtains with tassels on the leading edge. You know, now that you say that, even places like... I, I, in favor, I would prefer to see a really like beautiful embroidered border on the leading edge like like a braid trim or something no yeah no 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 no. oh sorry no not that i'm wrong i'll send you a picture and just like an embroidered tape a pretty like silk embroidered tape on the leading edge versus tassels oh yeah i mean a flat braid is a tape it's not like actually braided sorry i used to manage a trim and fabric showroom and i kind of nerd out on this so you're yeah but you might have been talking about the same thing just using different language i think i think we are basically more (laughs) more flat and modern something that's decorative and detailed but not deeply like samuel and sons no dangles for (laughs) all right what's next Okay, this is the last one on my die list, and let's consider this an homage to Waco as I no longer live there, but stop with the faux shiplap. Guys, you are not fooling anybody when your house was built in 2005. Stop it. It doesn't belong there. Move on. Find another way to put an accent wall in. Leslie, out. (laughs) Yeah, mic drop. I get it. If it's, I mean, when it's authentic, it's so cool. Like, I get why it's become a trend. I love the texture it brings. It's so interesting. But it's just, we're done. There's other ways to make cool walls, guys. And I'm sorry if I've offended any farmhouse lovers, but I think you know by now that we are not friends, farmhouse and I, <laughs> very much. It's cool. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm, I'm with you. I don't like it overused or out of context. Um, I always love original shiplap, but yeah, I'm. It doesn't make me throw up in my mouth. <laughs> um, this isn't on my list, but you just made me think of this. Accent walls. <laughs> oh, they're on my don't, love list. I still like them. Painting or wallpapering a single wall. Not if you can get away with doing the whole room. Like, just just go for it. There are exceptions uh, to everything that I'm saying. Obviously, I've seen it done well, but just like a white room with one painted wall or one wallpapered wall. It's like, did, did your guy not finish? <laughs> What's going on here? All right. The last one I have is Shibori everywhere. <laughs> I didn't have that, but I have to agree. It's pretty, but I'm, eh, yeah. I think there's a pattern here of my, on my list of like 
overdoing things like tassels on everything shibori like i like a little bit of shibori here and there i've got some pillows that have the shibori feel to it the the process of making shibori is super interesting and i love it but overused i like it because it has that kind of like imperfect earthy quirky tribal vibe but i'm kind of wondering like yeah what's the next thing like what's another way to kind of get that feel without it being literally the indigo everywhere no i mean i think that we're not gonna see an end to any of the handmade artisan type way of making things and i don't think that's going anywhere um and i'm very happy about that uh but i am ready to see like what are some of the other techniques of making things by hand so um oh man we should have done our die list first and talked about our love list last I feel bad ending on a die list. <laughs> I'm trying to think, well, let's think, are there other things that, you know, we're sort of starting to see emerge that we're, that we're getting curious about or getting into? I feel like I suck at paying attention to trends. I mean, I don't feel like I'm on top of the latest thing. Well, I think they slowly come into our consciousness until we realize I'm seeing that everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I fashion always precedes home interiors in terms of style. So looking and seeing what's happening on the runways is a good way to predict what sort of colors you'll see and what textures and patterns are going to be popular. But I, I do see more of a maximalist, uh, colorful, um, offbeat edge happening to, to homes. And I know you're not mad about that. So. You know, I like that. Um, okay. Well, this has been fun. Um, looking forward to season three. Um, don't send us hate. Don't send us hate mail. We love you, and there's room yeah, for everybody. It's gonna be a good style. one. You can send us discussion mail if you'd like to start a conversation. <laughs> My husband and I don't call them fights; we call them marital discussions. You can send us a discussion request, <laughs> and we can talk. No, I mean we hope this was fun. The idea is just to kick off the new year on a light note and talk about what's going on in the industry. And it, I mean, really, I think the important thing is. Kate, you and I get along. We are really good friends and we still don't see eye to eye on everything related to design. And that is totally okay. We all have our own spin, our own point of view, our own aesthetic. And that's what makes us each really great designers is that we can take what's popular, what's not popular, what we like and kind of cultivate a look that's going to really resonate with certain clients. I, yeah, doing. I, I think it's our job as designers to pay attention to what's happening in culture and travel and the world over and not just our little small bubbles of where we live and including the United States, especially paying attention to what other countries are doing and staying ahead of trends so that by the time your work gets out there to the world, it's not being done everywhere. And I've, I'm, you know, totally guilty of that because sometimes it's just easier or sometimes you have clients that you can't get over that hump. Um, but I think it's our, our jobs to te- teach our clients a bit or push them a little bit. So yeah. Awesome. All right. Enjoy your weekend, you guys. Yeah. Happy New Year. Go crush it. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hey, designer. Thanks for sharing part of your day with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes so we can continue to connect with badass design bosses like you. We love to hear your feedback. For more Designers Getting Coffee and to join the conversation, head over to designersgettingcoffee.com for show notes, free downloads, and more. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at designersgettingcoffee.